Joshua chapter number 3. Joshua 3. Amen. It is good to be here again. While you're turning there, I do want to announce again uh, somewhat here Wednesday night we'll have kind of a different service. Uh, And so we may start at 7.15 and uh, we'll see who all can make it. If I don't send the prayer chain around, that means we're starting at 7.30. If I do send it around, we'll start early. And I'll let you know the time. Amen. Joshua chapter number 3, if you find your place, say amen. 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 Joshua chapter number 3, verse number 1 through verse number 8. The Bible said this, And Joshua rose early in the morning, and they removed from Shittim and came to Jordan, he and all the children of Israel and lodged there before they passed over. And it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host. And they commanded the people, saying, When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, then you shall remove from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about two thousand cubits by measure. Come not near unto it, that ye may know the way by which ye must go. For ye have not passed this way heretofore. And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua spake unto the priests, saying, Take up the ark of the covenant, and pass over before the people. And they took up the ark of the covenant, and went before the people. And the Lord said to Joshua, This day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. The Bible said, And thou shalt command the priests that bear the ark of the covenant, saying, When ye are come to the brink of the water of Jordan, ye shall stand still in Jordan. Verse 5 said, And Joshua said to the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Let's pray. Dear Lord, most kind, gracious, loving, heavenly Father, we thank you, God, so much for the good Sunday school lesson this morning, the good singing. And God, we just pray this morning, Lord, that you would help us, God, for just a little while to bring honor, to bring glory upon your name. Father God, we pray, Lord, that you'd loose my tongue, loose my lips, and God, help me just to preach what you'd have me to preach. And Father God, we just love you. We thank you, Father. And God, we thank you again for your son, Jesus Christ, and for what he went through for us on the cross. And God, we're thankful, Father, he's coming back to get his bride. Father, we love you. God, it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I think we're standing to be seated. Uh, I want to preach on this thought this morning. Let us go on. You know, we're getting ready to end with 2021 and go on to 2022. So the thing that we need to do this morning more than anything is we need to go on. Well, I'll give you some history on the book of Joshua, and then I'll deal, Lord willing, with what's going on in the context of our Scripture. The context of our Bible is what is the most important thing that we can know this morning, is what does the Word of God have to say? Well, that on our minds, let's begin. 
I began doing a self-study in the book of Joshua now, so don't be surprised as God gives me messages and thoughts, I'll give them to you. But as we come to this book of Joshua this morning, we see that this man is the man that God has chosen in our Bibles to succeed the man who was Moses, alright? So Moses is the one who led Israel for many years. But now, leading the children of Israel will be Joshua at this time. So we see this morning that Joshua is the one that has taken up the work that Moses had to lay down. Are you with me? And just like there must have been people in the Bible uh, to take up the work of the older, there needs to be some people today to take up the work of the older. We have got the most young people in the church in our day, and friend, what they don't want to do is they don't do nothing. And I'm just, I, I, I want this church to carry on for the glory of God. But what it's going to take this morning is some of the younger taking up what the older are doing today. Uh, unfortunately, this morning, sometimes, and I hate to say this, but we know things happen, but most of the time the older ones not be with us anymore. And then what's going to happen? Somebody has got to take up the work. Elijah, somebody had to take up the mantle. We've got to take up the mantle, friend, and be here. So that's exactly what Joshua had done. God chose Joshua, and Joshua said, Yes, Lord, I will do what you want me to do. I'll stand in the gap, amen, and I'll lead your people. And that is what we need to do in this day and this time is say, uh, the older ones need to say, I will stand in the gap and do what the older ones are doing. Hey, you know the best thing we can do is young. I'm just, I'm still young, really. I'm 35. And you know the best thing we can do sometimes is look at the older and learn. We can learn from Joshua learned from Moses. Now, it's this man named Joshua this morning who's written this book in our bands as he was moved by the Holy Ghost of God. And as you study your Bible out, as you come to the book of Joshua, it's good to know, this is the first book this morning of what we would call the historical books of our Bible. Now, the first five books were the Pentateuch. Then we go into the historical books. The twelve historical books would be Joshua all the way through the book of Esther. And I highly suggest you read them this morning. Don't skip over the Old Testament. There's a lot to help you in your life. But as we come to the book of Joshua this morning, we see this book forges a link, if you will, from the first five books of our man. This link this morning, we'll see three major military campaigns that happen here. And in those campaigns, we see the children of Israel as they learn valuable lessons in their lives. You know, sometimes in life, it's how we learn our lessons. Alright, so we see they'll learn that victory can only be won in this life when we as God's people have faith in God. That is one of the greatest things for a child of God to realize. How many of you want to have victory? You ain't got to raise your hand. I mean, the amen's done it, the non, the nods. But listen, we want to have victory. We preach on victory, we teach on victory, we shout on victory, and we know the victory's ours, but we can have victory now if we have faith. Faith in what God can do. That's something that was true for them, something that's true for now. The problem of our day is this, is that we as God's people hear the Word of God, but we do not heed the Word of God. 
We hear it, but we don't practice it. Amen. If the children of Israel were going to be blessed of God their day, it was going to come through obedience to God. That was the whole theme of the book of Deuteronomy. It's the whole theme of the book of Joshua. It's almost the whole theme of our Bible. Amen. Faith. So they're going to see in this book that it's obedience to God in this land that would give them victory in their lives and not so much the number of their military. That didn't matter for them. What mattered was how they had faith with God. The theme of Joshua lies right there in the name of the book itself. Joshua means Jesus. Jesus. And it also means Yahweh is salvation. Jesus is salvation. It's symbolic of the fact that although Joshua is the leader of the children of Israel here, the conquering of the enemy comes from the Lord Himself. Hey, friend, we've got a leader whose name is Jesus. And God sent Jesus to conquer death, hell, and the grave. Hey, friend, if we're going to win the battle, it's going to be through the conqueror. Amen. It's going to be through God who sent His Son. Friend, listen, when they move, and God says for them to move. There's nothing that can hold them back. The Israelites here were moving forward for God. May I say to you this morning, we need to move forward. There's too much backing up. And that's my hope and prayer for this church. I think it's the hope for the deacons for this church. Is that we move forward for God. Not move backward, but move forward. Well, that's enough of the history. Let's look at the context. I'll try to give you a thought God's given me. Here in chapter number three, we come to one of my favorite chapters of the Bible. And why? Because instead of moving backward, they're moving forward. All right? So that's what you find as we read, first of all, in verses one through four. Look at this. The Bible said in these verses, and Joshua rose early in the morning. And they removed from Shittim and came to Jordan, he and all the children of Israel, and lodged there and lodged there before they passed over. And it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host, they commanded the people, saying, When ye see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, then ye shall remove from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near unto it, that you may know the way by which you must go, for you have not passed this way heretofore. Now in those verses this morning which we read, we see here this morning, God is commanding Joshua and the children of Israel here to cross over the Jordan River unto a land that they had never been before. Now that's what God wants us to do sometimes, is it not? But sometimes God wants us to cross some rivers we've never crossed before. How are we going to do that this morning? Well, we've got to get our feet wet. Amen. And sometimes what children of God don't want to do is step out and get their feet wet. Alright. Anyhow, that's what they done. Okay? So sometimes that's the thing we don't like as God's children is getting out of our comfort zone. So that's what's meant for the children of Israel. So they had to take a step of faith. Just like one man said, I believe he's right. He states this march through the Jordan River took more faith in God than the cross of the Red Sea. Now I thought about that and I kept reading what he said. And this was a smart man. He said... Instead of smiting the river with a rock, first of all, they had to step in. And at this time, the Jordan River was not just 
flowing along like a river. It was flooding. It was a mile wide at this time. And the children of Israel, instead of grumbling and grabbing and complaining, those men bearing this Ark of the Covenant, I don't know what it weighed, but they buried, had the Ark of the Covenant in their hand. They had to step in. Now, that took faith, didn't it? Faith, something's missing in our day. Oh, well, we see that, and then we see what else happens here. Skip on down to verse 15. The Bible said, As they that bear the ark were come into Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bore the ark were dipped in the brim of the water, for Jordan overfloweth all its banks at the time of harvest. Now, this river's raging here. But it's here that we see this step of faith take place. And when all those priests that were bearing that ark got out of the brim of the water, that's when the river flow was restrained. And then it was like a dam had been put at these people's feet. The priests were like a dam. The water is gushing around them. Hey, could you imagine what they might have missed if they hadn't stepped out and said, Yes, God, I'll trust you. They might have missed the river flowing around them. And they all walked over Sunday. Oh, friend, if you and I would just have faith, the grain of a mustard seed, it'd be amazing what God could do. What God could do. Well, this is one of the greatest miracles of our battle. But if we really believe God, Brother Greg Thompson preached off, we really believe God, how many more people would be out having their feet in the water instead of in the ground where they're safe at? Hey, how many more people would go out witnessing, knocking doors, and saying, God, I'm going to have faith in you and that you're going to take care of it all? How many of us wouldn't live uh, uh, with our heads down in the hole in our day and would not say, Lord, I'm trusting you. It's in your hands. That's faith. Whenever we say, God, you've got this. And mean it. It's one thing to profess it. And another thing to mean it. Now here's the whole thing about it. They'd have never seen God do what He done if they had to just sit still and move backward. I'm afraid that in our day and in our time, myself included, we're sitting still when God says, why don't you move forward? And you know what we do? As good old Baptists, I've heard it. That ain't the way we always do it. And I didn't say go contemporary and get new Bibles. I said go forward for God. Go forward. Step forward. Anyhow, you can be a victim or you can be a victor. You can be overcome or you can be an overcomer. The choice is up to you this morning. Warren Wearsby has said, unbelief says let's go back to where it's safe. But faith lets us go forward to where God can do the unimaginable. There's too many people going backward in our day. But friend, here we see the children of Israel going forward in their faith for God. And I want to say this, they didn't let the circumstance of the river keep them from going. They kept going despite the circumstance. And they had their minds made up that they were going to go where God was at. Well, let's look. I want to give you three thoughts. I'm going to preach on this thought. Let's go on. Let's go. Well, number one, I see this morning what kept them going is they had a word of faith. Number two, I see this morning they had a walk of faith. And number three, I ought to say all this to get the point number three. They had the witness of faith. Now that's amazing to me. Well, let's get started. Let's look number one at the word of faith. 
Now the Bible said in Joshua uh, chapter 3 and verse number 7, And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. So what is it this morning that kept Joshua moving forward for God this morning? Well, what was it? What should it be for us? I mean, he did not have a word from man. He had a word from God. It is God that's speaking to Joshua through His Word. Just like He has spoken to you and me in 2021 through the Word of God. I'm telling you this morning, this book will be your best friend. If you'll let it speak to you. If you'll read your Bible. Amen. This thing will keep you moving forward. Amen. I'm telling you, Brother J.R. was just talking about it. And how this Word is alive. It's not a dead Word. It's a living Word. And it will help you and guide you. The worst thing that you can do is put your Bible on the shelf. That's true. A lot of people are shelving the Bible and they're picking up other things. For in the Bible, still you said in 2 Peter 1 and 21, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. You and I happen to have the word of faith in our hands. I'm glad this morning that it ain't changed. I'm glad this morning I don't need a new one. I'm glad this morning that God ain't changed his mind. I'm glad this morning that faith in God still works in 2021. And in 2022, it'll work too if we make it that far. How do we know, preacher? Well, the Bible said in Romans 10 and 17, so then faith cometh by hearing. Hearing by the Word of God. It's after that verse in our Bible, Romans 10 and 18 says, but I say if they not heard, Yes, barely their sound went to all the earth and their words unto the end of the world. My friend, so much of the world's hurting our day. But friend, instead of going forward and going on for Jesus, we hear, but we do not heed. Joshua heard voice from God. Joshua said, God, I'll go wherever you want me to go. This is a place they had never in before. And yet Moses says, okay, Lord, I'm going to step out of faith and I'm going to trust you. Maybe God's wanting to take you to a place you've never been before. Maybe it's a place of faithfulness to Him. Oh my, it takes a step of faith to be faithful. Oh friend, maybe it's a step to door knocking. Preacher, I've never knocked on a door in my life. Hey, try it out. It's interesting, amen. There's nothing like serving God. Some people want to look at you like they can shoot you. Others want to shake your hand and bite you in. Why don't you test it out? Instead of saying, yeah, that's a good idea. Why don't you try it? Amen. Listen, what an awful thing this morning uh, not to be able to hear the Word. Listen, that's what happened to the Israelites and we're getting that shape. The Bible said in Matthew 13 and 13, Therefore speak out of them in parables. Because they seen, see not. This is what caused it. They saw and saw not. And hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. So God said they wouldn't listen. So I made them believe not able. Oh, friend, listen to me. What an awful thing to be able to hear the word of faith God's given unto us, but not listen to what God has to say. Maybe some of the prophecy of our Bible is tough to understand. Sometimes, maybe it is. I can see that. And I don't think 
Half of us probably got it right. I know God does. Amen. Amen. And, and here's the thing this morning. What's written in our Bibles that's right and wrong? That's pretty easy to understand. Amen. That, that God don't make no confusion when it comes to what's right and what's wrong. But the problem of our day this morning is people all the way from the pew, all the way to the world, won't listen to what God is stating in His Bible and we're failing this morning. Well, it's all because of Abraham believing God. He went from your Chaldees and over to Canaan's land. And he enjoyed the land over there. Amen. What if he had to step down on faith? All because Moses believed God. He defied the gods of Egypt and led the Jews to freedom. Hey, what happens if we step out on faith? Listen to this. All because Gideon simply believed God. He led a small band of soldiers against the mighty army. And God conquered every one of them. Hey friend, when's the last time we just stepped out on faith and said, God, I believe you. All those men had the word of faith and they believed it. And then they stepped out into the waters. And yet we, in 2021, we are filled with cars and electronics and, and ways to go, can step out and do one thing. Now, I'm not being mean. I'm not being hateful. But we know it's the truth. We're living in a day and time where many people talk about having faith. But there are many of the same people never done nothing for God. And James said 2 and 26, Whereas the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Friend, what you and I need to do is go back to where it is where he is that we stop doing anything for God and pick up and go back and try again. Oh, friend. I'm getting to the sweet part in just a second. Joshua received a word of faith. And it's here we see him telling the people to move 10 miles from the Achaic Road and go to the Jordan River. It's been said it took these people a day to make this journey of faith. And just like God had told Joshua to tell the officers to give the command to cross the river, when they got to the river, they gave the orders. And the people crossed the river and followed the Ark of the Covenant. Now I want you to get a hold of this. Here's where I want to get. Uh, the Ark of the Covenant of God this morning is the throne of God. The throne of God was there on top of this Ark of the Covenant. How many of you have seen the Ark of the Covenant before? It's a box. Amen. It's a box. And this box is kind of shaped in a rectangular form. And on top, there's two angels called cherubims. They look at each other. And it's there that they would kill sacrifices. And they put the blood on the mercy seat. And here's this part of the covenant. And what it represents this morning is the very glory of a thrice holy God. Now God's glory rested on the tabernacle when it was there. And the blood of sacrifice sprinkled on the mercy seat. The Bible says Leviticus 16 verses 14 and 3. 14 through 15. And he shall take of the blood of the bullock and sprinkle it with his finger upon the mercy seat eastward. And before the mercy seat shall he sprinkle the blood with his finger seven times. Now the Bible said, Then shall he kill the goat the sin offering that is for the people and bring his blood within the veil and do with that blood as he did with the blood of the bullock and sprinkle it upon the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. So in those days the blood was put on the mercy seat. Alright, I'm going slow which was upon that Ark of the Covenant. Now, and what this Ark was a picture of, I just said it, it's a picture of the glory of God. Now, what it shows this morning, 
him that it was their God that was going before them to where God wanted them to go. Are you getting what I'm saying? Friend, wherever God calls you to go this morning, I guarantee you the glory of God has already been there. After an ancient land this morning, that for no, uh, no, uh, through whatever circumstance that it is, the glory of God has already been there. And it's the glory of God that's going to see a hole. I'm telling you, in 2021, the Shekinah glory of God has already been where you and I have been. Hey, friend, ain't you glad this morning that glory is going to lead us home? Oh, friend, make a step out on faith. They couldn't get ahead of the ark. They couldn't get ahead of God. And they couldn't get too far by it. 3,000 feet as far as they can get. But what it shows us this morning is that no matter where we go, there He is. I like that, don't you? Here's the children of Israel getting ready to go where they've never been before. And this ark was a guarantee of the presence of God in their day. So you and I, because of the ascension of Christ, and the presence of that same glory with you and me this morning in 2021. Some of y'all get that late. The Bible still is said in Psalm 119 and 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm 46 and verse number 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. For God to be very present in trouble, His glory has to be there. How many of you believe when you get in trouble, right there's a big God in the midst just waiting on you to call on His name. His glory is there. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. How do you know, preacher? Because I've got a word of faith this morning that tells me and shows me that He's there. The children of Israel said, I'm going to believe God. And they stepped out. You know, I've got the word of faith. But this word won't do you any good unless we put it into practice. Oh, are you a practicing Christian? Or are you just a, a sitting around Christian? I was looking for a good P word, but I ain't got one. I'm not good at alliterating. As you and I come to this chapter, we see the Lord gave the children of Israel all the information that they needed to go across this river. God has given you and I all the information that we need to make it in this life. If we just pick it up and read it. Well, they had the word faith. Let's look now at the walk of faith. Bible says in verses 14 through 17 here, And it came to pass when the people were moved from their tents to pass over Jordan, and the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the people. And as they that bear the ark were coming to the Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water. For Jordan overflowed all its banks, all the time of harvest, that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon a heap very far from the city Adam, that is beside Zeratim. And those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt sea fell and were cut off. And the people passed over right against Jericho. And the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan. All the Israelites passed over on dry ground until the people were passed clean over Jordan. Now, as we said a moment ago, this miracle would not have happened if the people had sat still and if they'd have never got their feet wet. It was during the most of the year. This Jordan River was said to be a hundred feet wide. But at this time, we see that it was said to be a mile wide. I said that earlier. But it didn't matter to these priests, friend, how deep the water was. It didn't matter to them the circumstances. 
circumstances of their life. Why? Because they had this word of faith. Now, you and I this morning, I'm afraid have got our eyes on some circumstances in 2021, and it's caused you and I to back up instead of going forward. You know what happens sometimes? We're more, we're more worried about the waters and the troubles around us than we're worried about just stepping out of faith and trusting God. Now, here's these priests. And they stepped out there. And they're now walking on dry brands to walk of faith. The Bible said this in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. You know what messes us up a lot? Our sight. Boy, that preached for three weeks. I'm not even going to get into that right now. They didn't let the circumstances of the river stop them from going on for God. Man, I tell you when I see this day in time, Brother J.R., the circumstances have made a lot of people stop for God and one time were serving Him and on fire for Friend, I know there's a lot of things out there to hinder us this day and time. There is. Yeah, I'd be stupid to say there wasn't. But I'm telling you, if we let the circumstances stop us from serving the God who saves, then where's the problem behind I'm, I'm going to say this. Serving with a mask if you have to. But don't stop serving Him. Don't quit. It's here that we see Joshua who's a picture of Christ. Alright? Who is our conqueror like Joshua was the conqueror for the children of Israel. Just like Joshua, Jesus was leading the children of Israel at this time. Christ is leading you and I that are saved through this life into an inheritance that He has planned for us. And we all believe it because we have the word of faith. The Bible said 1 Corinthians 2, 9 through 10. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. But God hath revealed them unto us by His Spirit. For the Spirit searches the things, yea, the deep things of God. I'm telling you what can keep us going on is because we have an inheritance that is incorruptible. One day we're going to reach the goal. They were running a race as Brother J.R. said. But one day we're going to reach the finish line and glory is going to be our home. Oh, friend. At the word of faith, you believe that. You're walking by faith. Hey, don't let the circumstances drag you down. Just remember where your home is at. Oh, friend. Me and, me and my wife and Kaylee and Marie was all riding back from, from a, a skateboard last night. And I'm still alive. Hallelujah. Oh, he's looking up at the sky. And I don't worship the sky. But boy, I get to think about what's beyond. And I know where I'm headed. Boy, I tell you what a home we've got in heaven waiting for us. You know, the clouds and the moon and the stars are beautiful. But oh, I can't imagine what heaven's going to be. It's going to be more beautiful than that. Well, they had the walk of faith, the word of faith. And number three, they had this witness of faith. I, wanted to, I said all this to get right here. Look at this. This is the most important of all. Joshua chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. And it came to pass, when all the people were clean, passed over Jordan, that the Lord spake unto Joshua, saying, Take you twelve men out of the people, out of every tribe of man, and command you them, saying, Take you hence out of the midst of Jordan, out of the place where the priest's feet stood firm, twelve stones, and you shall carry them over with you, and leave them in the lodging place where ye shall lodge this night. 
Now, they had that word of faith. And they had that walk of faith. Now, because of all that, they've got a witness of that faith. Oh, get a hold of this. It was God the whole time who is in complete and full control over the things that happen at this Jordan River on that day. It's God this morning who has complete and full control over what happens in our day and in our time. God told them to go over the river to the other side. It's God this morning who told the waters to roll back when the people went through the river. And sometimes it's as you and I go through the flooding rivers of this land that it helps to know that the glory of God is there. Hey, if you and I would walk by faith. And then, uh, listen, Peter, whenever he was fishing out there, Jesus came to him. And what did he do? He started on land. He got out of the boat and kept his eyes on him. But the second that he got his eyes on Christ, he began to sink. And then God picked him up and allowed him to walk again. Hey, set him back in the boat. My friend, listen to me this morning. That same God that was in all those situations is with you and I as we travel through this life. Friend, now listen here. They set up some stones at this place. Why'd they do that? They were carried there by 12 selected men. In the first place the stones were put is they were put in Gilgal. That's where the nation camped, lodged for the night. It's been said Gilgal was two miles from Jericho. This was the first land in Canaan claimed by Israel for their inheritance was Gilgal. And this place became an important place in the Bible. I don't have time to go into all that. But Israel crowned their first king there in Gilgal. But at any rate, this main thing, these 12 stones meant, was they were put there to remind God's people of what happened to them. Now listen, it was a place in which these Israelites could tell their children all about what God had done for them. So they could just trust in Him too and walk that walk of faith in their life. But friend, that's not the only thing was set up. Listen, Joshua set up a monument as well. Joshua chapter 4, verse number 9. And Joshua set up 12 stones in the midst of Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priests which bear the ark of the covenant stood. And they are there unto this day. And aren't you glad, child of God, this morning for the monuments that God's allowed you to put up in your life? Where all you can look back and say is that God's been good. Hey, friend, ain't you glad this morning that when you thought uh, there were times in your life you thought there wasn't a way, that all you can look back at the monuments in life in 2021 even and say all that I can say is that God's been good. Hey, friend, listen to me. We've got the word of faith. So there's been many times that the Bible says pray without ceasing and we pray and God has answered our prayer at Mount New Baptist Church and all we can look back and say is that God has been good. Hey, we pray for folks to get saved and some of them sat here this morning and they got saved and all we can look back and say is that God's been good. Hey, I'm telling you, Miss Wybon stood up one day and she's made this statement herself about all the trouble she had in life. But she stood up and she said, but God has been good. May I say to you this morning, look back at the monuments in your life and what God has done for you and let us go on. Because that same one that was there for us then will be there for us now. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know who holds tomorrow. Thank God. If the children of Israel had not have kept going, 
then who, kn who knows? Well, my God happened in their life. They had the blessings of God because they went on for God. If God's been good in your life, say amen. amen. Friend, just in knowing the fact that God's going to be there, let us go on. Look back over the things that's happened in your life and stack them up like a stack those stones over there. And let them be reminders of what God has done for you. Boy, I tell you what, just thinking about it makes me want to shout. Let's go on for the one who went on for us. My grandma's not with us anymore. I'm going to see her one of these days, but she had a quote hanging all over her house. And as a boy, I'd look at it, it's just footprints to me. I couldn't read at that time. And she had these footprints all over her house. Y'all know probably what I'm talking about. I thought, my goodness, what is that? Here I stand, 35 years old, and I never read that all the way through. I skipped it. I said, well, I ain't going to read all that. I read it yesterday. My grandma's a smart woman. How many of you heard the footprints in the sand? Listen to this. It says, one night I dreamed a dream. I was walking along the beach with my Lord across the dark sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand. One belonging to me and one to my Lord. When the last scene of my life shot before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. There was only one set of footprints. Now, boy, I tell you, sometimes in life, is that not how we look? God, there's only one. You're not even aware of I like this. This is what it says. There was only one set of footprints. I realized that this was at the lowest and saddest times of my life. This always bothered me, and I questioned the Lord about my dilemma. Lord, you told me when I decided to follow you, you would walk and talk with me all the way. And I'm aware that during the most troublesome times of my life, there's only one set of footprints. I just don't understand why when I need you the most, you leave me. That's not how we get. That's exactly how we get. He whispered, my precious child, I love you and will never leave you. Never ever during your trials and testings when you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. And how many times has he just picked us and carried us through the trial? And we didn't even realize it until we got through to the other side. I'm telling you, it's God that will carry you. Through 2021, what's like? Through 2022. Thank God. Hey, I'm in His arms. Aren't you in? Oh, what a Savior. What a Savior. Can you look back at your life and say, man, God's been good. Just praising this morning. He's worthy. God's been good. Let's all stand. Our heads bowed and our eyes closed. I'm done this morning. Remember the monuments in your life. What God's done for you. Don't forget. Don't forget. Has God been good to you? If He has, why don't you say amen? amen. If you can say amen this morning, then why don't you come thank Him? Why don't you come thank Him? I can't think of a better time than just thank Him than right this close to His birthday. Maybe you'd like to come and say, God... Well, thank you for where you've carried me to. And God, I know you're going to carry me through the ribs. Who'd come thank him for always being there? How many of you come? How many times have you seen God carry you through something that it didn't really look like you was going to make it, but 
Right there he was. Friend, if he's brought you through, why don't you come thank him this morning? Why don't you come? And if you're here this morning, maybe say, Preacher, I'm really about to quit. See, the children of Israel, they didn't quit. They carried on for God. I also want you to know we can go on for God too because He's always there with us through every trial, through every situation. Maybe you're here and you'd say, Preacher, I, I need to get my feet wet. I need to go on for God. If that's you, why don't you come tell God, God, I'm going to step out on faith. God, I'm going to be more faithful to you this year than I was in the last years. Who'd come? You better mean it. You pray it. Maybe you're here this morning and you're lost and you've never been saved. Your heart's pounding out of your chest. Listen to me. You can step out on faith this morning too. You can be saved. Start your walk with God. Maybe you're here this morning and say, Preacher, I'm really having a hard time. There's hard times in this life. And I'm glad we know the one who can carry us through. But the hardest time is if you're lost on your way to hell. Friend, if you're here this morning and you're lost, would you come? Maybe you're here and say, Preacher, I, I don't know if I've ever been saved. Would you slip up your hand, Preacher? Pray for me. Preacher, pray for me. Bless that hand. Would there be another hand anywhere? Preacher, pray for me. Be another hand. Anybody need to move this morning? Anybody else? God's been good. Child of God, don't quit. Remember the memorials in your life. They'll help you. They'll help you to know that God's always there. For every trial, for every situation, God's been good, ain't He? Amen. Let's pray. Your Lord, most kind, gracious, loving Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you, God, for all the times I can look back in my life and say, God, it was you that was there. Father, through death, through sorrow, through pain. God, through times I just don't even know what to do. Right there you were. And God, right here you are this morning. And God, I pray that you please just be with everybody at this altar. God, you know the hearts. And Father God, I thank you for being there for us. God, thank you for being there for us as long as you let us live. Father God, we love you. We thank you. Father God, it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for your good attention this morning.